Girl, put the blush on. It no, doesn't. No, no, it's okay. no one's gonna judge. You do what you gotta do. Care. You know what? You do your I thing. I will give your intro while you uh, finish okay. your your final touches up there. I, I mean, even though she doesn't even really need an intro, because if you guys have been with me since Vine, you know who she is already. Simone Shepard, my freaking, she just was, we, were, well, we did everything together. We did everything together. We literally for did years. everything together for years. We yeah. started, you know who I had but on just, here? We got busy, our lives, we got grown. I know. You get grown, but I, you But get you know, men. we never grow apart. You never grow, of, of course. Never. Grow Amanda Salas never. was here. You know oh, how she had cancer? Girl. Remember she had yes. cancer? She beat it. So me and Amanda and Simone, if I don't know if Amanda's episode is going to be out or not yet, but our friend Amanda had cancer. We were all on a show together on yeah. E! called Reality Hell yeah. way before Vine. And that's how it was we first a, met. That's how we first met. It was a prank improv comedy show. And that's when I first met you. And I remember thinking, I was like, she is so fucking funny. I th- listen, I was like, legit, I said... You are the funniest white girl I've ever met. Dead. I was like, you were the first white girl that's ever really made me like. I'll take it. Laugh. Like yes. in my gut. Like I felt it in my soul. You're like, I felt bad for you a little bit, but I also yeah. thought you were funny. <laughs> I thought you were crazy. Do you remember? Um, I am crazy. No, I know. Me too. <laughs> but give me a dollar. You don't remember yes. running around set? She ran around set. Oh, oh that was another thing we did. That, that pilot we did. Remember? Oh my With Kia? God. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm skipping ahead. But no. you were running around set asking everybody. You were... Can I get a dollar? Can I get a dollar? Yeah, and you yeah, were doing yeah. a little. You would do a little dance or My do a little something. My impression of homeless people, like, yes. would do anything for a dollar. Yes. Did you get, any <laughs> yeah, I get you got a, a few dollars. dollars? You got a few dollars. I got dollars. Some you people gave me dollars. some dollars. Yeah. Hey, I needed those dollars yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. You have blonde I was like, hair, all right, that remember? will be, yeah. Oh, my, I'm trying to come, bring it back. It's I love it. It's not working. It's all falling out. Oh, it's all short nice. and falling out. Anyway, I want to, I'm so glad you're here. You have an amazing, beautiful new life. You're se- working out. You're a writer. You're selling shows. Like your whole life has just been amazing, and it's just been an uphill yeah. since Vine. Kind yeah. of for everybody since I've talked to. Yeah. There's like no one that I've talked to that's been doing worse. Yeah, which no. is kind of crazy. Well, there probably are a few people doing worse. Probably, but, but not yeah. like the big, no, big people. No, no, no. Most Definitely of the not. big people. I mean, look at yeah. Liza Koshy and oh no, like, it, it set us all up. Yeah, it, it really set did. everybody up. I mm-hmm. mean, like, and then like Marcus Johns was—he sold a script, and you know, Batch is doing stuff. Amanda, yeah. freaking Anana, like everyone, Lele. every single, every single person, like legit being on Vine catapulted us to never have to really worry again. Right, we, we can always do something. Always, so if you were like in the first group. Mm-hmm. And you're not doing anything, and you're broke. Then that's on you. That's on you. That is on you. Because we were given all the opportunities. We were honestly, we really were. We yeah. Really were. So thank mm-hmm. you, Lord, and everyone yes. that uh, you know, and Vine, and everything like that. So I'm so excited to have you here, and I know you have some crazy stories because you've lived in LA as long as I have. It's I have longer. Yeah, we've been here. We've been here since we were little, right? Pretty much like 17, 18. Yeah, you were seventeen. I'm older than you. Oh yeah, I always forget that. Yeah, you, you were seventeen, <laughs> eighteen. No, it's like you know what? This the glasses and the hairstyle. Um, Kieran often compares me to Kieran, my boyfriend. Um, Lavender from the um, movie. What was the movie? Matilda. Oh no. So I'm gonna show you a picture, and you're gonna see. You're gonna crack up. But she, like, I look like a ten year old. So I know you do. Yeah. You always look so. Oh, it's the hair and the glasses now that's making me look like really. I, I really always I thought, though, ever since I've known you, that you were like younger than me. And well, then, well, I'm black, so you know, <laughs> <laughs> a 
like don't crack <laughs> and so it's just oh, i'm always dang. gonna look a, like at least five to ten because if i don't listen if, if you're a black woman and you don't at least look five to ten years younger than what you actually are then you need to go check with god because <laughs> <laughs> your black ain't what it's supposed to be it's not supposed to give out <laughs> Everybody just honest. calling God. Just Hello, honest. Uh, yeah. What am I doing wrong? Why here? is my black giving out so early? Um, yeah. So <gasps> I love yes. it. Okay. What, First. So what? So what story? Is it a dating story or a, a, what do you have that you want to tell me? Um, I bet it, I bet you probably wanted something juicy. Yeah, hell yeah. I have a I have a ridiculous story. Yeah. But I don't think that you. I don't know how you're gonna like it. I don't. I love it. I love any story. Okay. I love everything. You tell me what you tell. And me then if you it's want. not, it's not good enough for you. It's. We'll, It'll we'll, be good. We'll get a better one. We'll make it good. Okay. So I went when I was in college. Mm-hmm. I know it's going far back, but just, just where'd you go me. to college? North Carolina Central University. Okay. So it's a black college, like five minutes from Duke. So it's like the ghetto next to Duke. <laughs> it is. I hate to say it, and we know it's the truth. It's sad they don't put enough money into HBCUs. So it's the ghetto <laughs> school right next to Duke. <laughs> so I went to. I was in school, and um, I was had my first presentation. Right. And for your presentation, because they want to teach you about business, where how to present mm-hmm. in a professional manner, I had to wear a suit. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's the first no, problem. No one even but here's does the that. thing. I don't have. I didn't have any suits. The only suit that I had was like an Easter suit from like Easter, like uh, going to church on like Easter. The hat. And it wasn't quite the hat, but it was the, everything else. It, it was the outfit. It. <laughs> yeah. It was like tweed with like color, like white. But this is winter time, so I'm wearing like. Like a white tweed, tweed, pink, pink. Yeah, yeah, and it was like pink and purple, all these colors, right? Um, out in a skirt and jacket, and I ha- think I had on like white sheer stockings. This was a little bit of time. White yeah, stockings. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm be honest. I'm that's just telling hilarious. you. Hilarious. So I had this on, right? And that's not. This is not the bad part. The, the outfit. The outfit was bad, but I'm doing the presentation. Presentation actually went good. good. Was saying I'm gonna go back to my room and change my clothes and get out of this tweed and white. <laughs> tights so I head back to my room and like I said my school is the ghetto school right next to Duke and there's like police cars riding by right so I'm like okay I'm paying attention right so um, I keep walking though like whatever then some more police cars ride by so I'm really on guard now like what just happened am I close to it what's what, what am I walking into because I don't have on shoes that are good like I have on to heels run. right <laughs> So, but listen, so I keep walking and then next thing you know, I see these guys like yelling and it's like a fight. It's like so much commotion going on. And then five people run by me. So I'm black. I start running. I don't ask no questions. I don't No, I'm just being honest. I don't ask any questions. I don't say, hey, what's, wait, what's going on? And I don't do any investigation. Every white person. Yeah. Hey, what's, what's, Susan? I don't look back and say, what's going on? I don't do any of that. I run. I run in my tweed and my white tights and my heels. And I run with the people. And I run and I run. I'm sweating. I rip my tights. I run for at least, it probably was, it had to be, it felt like a half a mile. It was forever. I ran for a very long time. And I'm running and I'm running and these people and I felt confident running because there were people now running behind me. We're all running. Right. Focus. Right. But then I looked around me and it was my gym class that runs around the campus. So at my school, the campus, they run around that because it's a ghetto school. So the track and everything wasn't great. So they ran they ran around school. So I was running and no one I was really offended because they didn't tell me. <laughs> Like, I'm running with you guys, and you see how I'm dressed. No one's going to look to the side and say, 
Bitch, why are you running? <laughs> Bitch, where are you going? No. <laughs> but but I but not until at least you I was running, running with, with them. The gym class. I was, but they but they ran were running past my dorm. So I I ran a little bit past my dorm, but I noticed it before and was able to like kind of like run. I didn't play it off. <laughs> <laughs> I probably thought I played it off at the moment because I do remember like kind of running to the side and like doubling back. But <laughs> oh um, my god, no one said like why are you no running one said with us? Anything? And you didn't notice they were all kind of in gym clothes. Once I looked, <laughs> once I didn't know what was going on. They were running. I was running too. I was not going to oh my get god. murdered. I don't know Just what's going case. on. I saw all this commotion. There were police cars going by. These guys yelling at each other. There's so much stuff going on. I don't. We could. We were. We were all running from <laughs> something. I thought. But they could have just said, bitch. Girl, we're doing track. We're like running. nothing. No, I didn't even know. Because I'm dead. <laughs> you ripped your tights. I, I Did you kick down. your heels off? And I, carry ran my, I ran in my heels. Um, <laughs> I didn't actually kick. I couldn't think. I couldn't even stop to like process what was happening. Because had I kicked my heels off, I would have noticed everyone. It was in gym clothes. I, di- I was just running for my life. You were like, oh my God, shit's going down. Shit's going down. Oh my god! I was gonna god. run as far as I could go because what you have to do is you have to run further than everyone, like at least yeah. the majority of the people. So if, who, if somebody's gonna get caught, they're the people. You can't be in the back. Is right, what I'm right. Trying to the say. back is you're done. You're caught. Yeah, yeah, or shot, murdered, or murdered, yeah. or call. Yeah, something's yeah. gonna anything. Happen. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know if that was like the story you were looking for. No, that is but... the amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> That's now, a real life story. Would that happen to you today? Like if you went to a store and you saw a yes. bunch of people running what? out. <laughs> If you got up and moved too fast out the studio, I'm, if you just said, "Oh, I'm gonna be out," there, I don't. You push me out of the. <laughs> we'll fit on the other side of the glass. I'll say, "Hey, ask her what's going on. <laughs> Is she okay?" I'm gonna be worried though, and I'm gonna send oh for my help. God, I you can't. gotta get away, right? <laughs> Isn't that always have an escape plan? But listen, you, and it's the I guess it's the, it's the fight or flight thing, right? So yes. you, I do a lot of fight, but I will fight, right? Will you fight? I will fight. I will fight, but I'm not dumb, so I'm not gonna just stay and wait for the fight because it could be I don't know what's coming after us. It yes. could be guns. It could be, it could be a monster out there. I don't bees. I don't, it, bees. Bees. It could definitely be bees. You stay and fight the bees. It could be, <laughs> yeah. But you know what, bees, bees, yeah, yeah. Bees it are could be scary. A lot of, bees are scary, not scary as the beehive. Though. Right, 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 yeah. right. Would you rather be chased by bees. a swarm of bees or the beehive? Some crazy person with a knife. Um, a crazy person with a knife. You'd rather be chased by a crazy person. Yeah, with because a knife? listen, what, let's let's talk about how crazy they are, right? <laughs> Are they the type of crazy? No, there's different types. Let's let's be real. So, are they the type of crazy that um, <laughs> I'm gonna call them Trump supporters? Oh right? my gosh! But so those Trump supporters, they're crazy, but they also seem like the type that they're in the back of their house somewhere doing like meth, not meth, <laughs> and drills. Like, oh, oh, like, like yes. practicing, yes, right? Yes, so yes. I don't want to be chased by one of them because pl- they've been practicing, strategic. right? But yeah. if they're like, just like a crazy crackhead a crackhead on the street, you know what I'm saying? Chasing me with a knife, I think I could take a crackhead. <laughs> I don't want to really touch the crackhead, but if my life depends on it, I will touch the crackhead to whip the crackhead's ass. I think I could take a crackhead. I'm just being honest, guys. Simone's from. Um, I'm gonna say it how you yeah. say it, Pittsburgh. I'm Pittsburgh. <laughs> 
I'm from Pittsburgh, guys. If Pitt, why Pittsburgh? I don't know why people from Pittsburgh say Pittsburgh. I don't know why we say that. It's just, but you know someone's from Pittsburgh if, if they, they say, say Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. If you say Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yes. So we're from PA. Both PA, of us from both PA. of us. Yeah. Yes. I'm from the Philly side. She's from Pittsburgh. Yeah. So what was it yeah. like growing up in Pittsburgh? Rough. I was... Listen, I didn't it's a really working know. town. Oh no, no, no. It's not just a working town. It is a working town. Like it's very blue collar. Um, it's very poor. Recently, you know, businesses and Amazon is lo- getting an office there, a lot of stuff's going on. So it's like starting to get better. But uh-huh. the majority of the city and and especially when I was growing up and it's still now is very dilapidated. Really? It's, yeah, you like can't Detroit re- dilapidated. Yeah, no, no, no. It looks a lot like Detroit. Like, let me say something. I didn't realize how poor I was growing up until I took Kiron to Pittsburgh with me like two years ago, and I'm like, yeah, this is the house I grew up in, and this is. I mean, he's like, wow, you were really poor. I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> know. It's like, damn, damn, right? Yeah, okay. He's like, no, but you had a happy life. I did because I really didn't know how. Listen, how poor we were. You didn't and how know poor you were poor was. when you were younger? I had no clue. Could, really? I didn't know. You were like just happy. I was happy. I was really happy. I mean, I was in the hood and I had friends and but I had a great family. Like my family was in the hood, but they they really worked hard at being good people and parents. So And you never what you never I mean my dad's a crackhead. <laughs> but he's in Philly. Um, but Pittsburgh, my mother and my mother's side of family. They're not crackheads. They're actually loving, loving, loving people. I love that. Wait, so when did you ever ha- did you ever feel like you wanted things that you couldn't get when you were younger, or you pretty much had everything? Well, you wanted? I'm, I'm gonna just be honest with you. I'm gonna be very transparent, and this is not you know like me trying to coon because I have to be very clear about that because some black people will hear this and then later say how oh, she got on there and talking about yeah. I only cared about like Jordans and stuff. Oh shit! Nikki, you know you're from Philly. You know yeah, us girls yeah, are Jordan's from around the way. Yeah, we cared yeah, about yeah, Jordans yeah, and starter yeah. jackets. Yes. You oh know? my god, the starter jacket. Remember the starter jackets? That was like the boom in business. For right. everyone had a freaking starter jacket. Everyone had a even starter jacket. no matter how much or little money you had, you, you had a now starter you get it. jacket. So it's, that is so true. I didn't know that I was poor because all the things that I wanted. You got. Yeah, like my like if my mother saved for it, or I've been working since I was very young, um, and I would get it. it's not that expensive. Right, it right. is expensive when like, you're young, right. you know, and, and saving up for something. But in the grand scheme of things, I wasn't like, oh, I need to have a Louis bag. Yeah, I wasn't like, we weren't yeah. like that then. No. Oh my gosh. So what was your first job? <laughs> oh no, I'm scared. No, actually, no, no. <laughs> I actually got two jobs at the same time. I worked the right. I still know. I worked at the airport. You did? Yes, and I worked at a fast food restaurant for one day, and I was had those jobs simultaneously. But I kept the airport job, um, and now I've worked everywhere. I've been. You've always been a hustler. I've always been a hustler. But let me since tell you, I've known you, always had a bunch of jobs, right? Um, but let me tell you the the most interesting job I've had. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, and I guess this is the first too. Um, and it was the worst first. I got a job as a receptionist, and it's actually when I lived out here. Uh-huh. Um, you know, those struggle years. Oh, yeah. Um, I worked at a nail salon, right? And I worked at the front desk, and let me take off my glasses so this story will hit harder so you guys can really take a look at me. Because <laughs> um, you'll get where I'm going. I worked the front desk, and I was working there for like three months, and then I had I asked the manager for like for a day off or something. I was doing something like had an audition or doing something, 
And she was just, she had to sit down with me and talking to me about, you know, why I shouldn't probably focus on acting and what I need to be doing. And I was like, well, I'm like talking to me like she was like an auntie or a mother or something. And I was so confused. This is my boss, the owner of the place. This is, the, you know, an Asian woman. She's a Vietnamese woman. And she says to me, she says, you know, because we have to work harder and do all this stuff. I was like, we? She was like, yeah, like you're mixed, you're, you're mixed with Asian, right? I said, no, I'm, I'm black. <laughs> Just black, just all black. And she, um, I didn't keep that job because she partly hired me. Because she thought you were she half Asian. She thought that Asian. I was half Asian. And she thought she was helping assist, like, a young half Asian girl out. Stop. I lost that job. Like, that should be, like, I mean, it's not, like, that's, there should be some rules against what she did to me. For sure. I don't really care, though. She now. fired you? She fired me. That happened to as me. As soon as you said you weren't Asian. That was the first time I was fired, too. Worst first. That was my worst first firing. You got fired because she thought you were Asian and you're not. Yeah. I thought you were Asian when I met you. you part Asian. Yeah. Okay. See, so that's why I took my glasses Asian. off to show people. Yep. I think. Yeah. They, I'm not. I and know I've done not. my ancestry, so I know Which for a fact. Crazy. I don't mom, have you any. Look like your mom and your mom. Yeah. Has she looks Asian the too. Asian it's the Nigerians. Asian. A lot of Niger. We have a. Um, when we did our ancestry DNA, we realized we had some Nigerianness, and a lot of them have the cheekbones and the eyes too. So oh, I think that that's where it comes from. Yeah. It has to. Because yeah. I don't have any Asian in me. But yes, I got fired. Wasn't that crazy, guys? How did she do it? Was she just like, oh. She just stopped putting me on a schedule. <laughs> she just didn't ever. She's like, oh, you need time off. It's, okay. And she owned the place. She had the right. To, like, it was like one of those small businesses. And she owned it. And I just n never had. And I went in to pick up my check. And it was like, here's your check. But, like, they never even addressed check it. Your check just said, like, fuck you. I was like, well, I'm. Because I was like, I'm, when am I coming back to work? And I was, and they were like, oh, I need to. She's going to call you. She never, uh -uh. I don't even think she knew the rule that you like have to fire someone in like, person. Like formally. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And I tell them. I, I probably still work there. I should go. Stop. Um, she's still putting you on the schedule once in a while. Oh, yeah. she never showed up. Like years later. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break, you guys, and then stay tuned for more Worst First with Simone Shepard. Stay tuned. Okay, we're back. Um, <laughs> It's okay. You can drink your coffee. Okay. Go ahead. Drink your coffee. Simone Shepard telling us some crazy worst first. Uh, her first worst experience at college when you thought you were running from a murder scene and you weren't. I thought I was. And then and then you getting fired from a job with her out even telling you, which is crazy. That's so crazy. Yeah. I got hired one time because uh, the woman thought I was Jewish. See? When I, I had bet. my long black no, hair. Yeah, I bet. Yep. Totally. I went, totally. I you did. And you kind of gave, you know, like, and I, and, I absolutely love, um, I call them Japs, Jewish American princesses. Yes. I love them from where we're from. Right. And like, think of um, the nanny. Like, I love, so you totally had that whole thing the going nanny, for you, yeah, that whole yeah, thing. Yeah. And so I could see how that could have happened. I was very Fran Drescher. Yes, that's and, exactly. And, and she hired me. And then later after she hired me, after like a year or two, she found out I wasn't Jewish <laughs> because she saw my cross tattoo on my wrist. And she was like, what is, what is that? And I was like, it's a cross tattoo. And she's like, you have that? You're Jewish? Like yeah. what? And I'm like, I'm not Jewish. She's like, <gasps> she was horrified. Yeah. But she kept me. Her name yeah. was, oh, was Orit. Nice. She was really Because nice. she yeah. gets that it's, it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't matter. I think, well, you know, I'm not going to speak negatively about the Vietnamese women. Right, right. They worked very she hard. Was really, yeah. she was, and she was really nice right. to me when she thought I was Asian. But I think that, no, seriously. <laughs> when she thought I was yeah. Asian. I think that it's just that it was a family business and maybe she wanted to feel like she was. And I'm not, you can't be mad for her wanting to pour in her own community before she reached right, out where, right. elsewhere. So I'm mad. No, I get it. I yeah. totally get it. Yeah. And then, okay, so how, when you came to LA, you came right after college? Yeah, I was, I, I finished my last year like here, like abroad, like I was here 
turning in work. So, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And and what you came here to act? I came here to act. Yes. Okay, you were like, I'm gonna act. I'm gonna. Well, do I always, this. I always want, knew I wanted to write and uh-huh. produce and stuff. But everyone tells you have to pick one thing, right? Mm, I know. And and you know, acting would seem like the choice because it seemed like the fastest way forward. Although it wasn't, because no. um, we got, I got a comedy, you know, improv, and I was doing comedy store and all kinds of stuff like it's very beneficial to me now and it's just such a blessing and what I'm doing but you know coming out here you're like Hi, I'm funny. And everybody's like, me too. Everybody's like, so is everyone else. Stand in line. Here's a tray of shrimp cocktail. Go serve it to table number seven. Literally. Literally. Everybody. Literally. I'm funny. Me too. I'm really funny. You're really funny. Everybody's funny. Okay, did you... What did you... How did you do it? Like, what did you do? Like, when you first got here, how did you, like, navigate your way? Um, with the Thomas guy, it was that long ago. Stop, I'm dead. I mean, I mean, like, did you start doing it? No, I did. stand up at the comedy store and the open night mic night? No, so I immediately got um, into improv and doing the comedy store. I was a part of a sketch group. I met Peter Cohen even before you yes. did and was on a BET show called Hell Day. Oh, yes, you yes. guys. She was on Hell Day. I know a lot yes. of you watched, or I mean a lot of people watched that show. Yeah, people watched it. That it's was on BET. VH1. B- or BET, just yes. kidding, sorry. Yep. It was later Close. on VH1, right? Yeah. No? Okay. They, anyway. Yeah, disaster, something similar. Disaster. So, um, so Hell yeah, date so was I on BET. Did huge. Hell date, right? It was huge. Um, we were poor though; we weren't making any money. You know how those Which shows is are. Crazy. We didn't make it was any big. money. Well, they said that they we signed those contracts, and who knew? They said that they owned our images and everything I from know. here to perpetuity. Um, so we didn't have really any access. I, some people were sending me pictures of me being on the side of a bus in France. Like, that's how much they were spreading stuff around. It still plays overseas. And you didn't get show. paid. You got no. We got maybe, like, what, when we did Reality Hell, maybe $150 yeah, and, and, and yes. for, like, an 8 to 10 hour No, day. seriously. And we thought that was good money. We were just happy to be working. We to knew we were going to be able to eat. To be able to be a paid actor. We yeah. were like, oh, yeah, yeah, fucking killing it. Yeah. You know, $150, pay a phone bill, eat a little something, and back to... Fuck. The welfare office. I know. Isn't um, it crazy? Yes. It, it was hard. Like, it didn't, you know, things, every time I thought that I was, like, making it or getting some momentum, you know, it's like a big, long break. The only thing that changed that was the first time I got onto social media and started doing Vine because of mm-hmm. you. Brittany was like, I don't, you know, I don't know if everybody knows this story, but Brittany was one of the first people on Vine, um, and you called me to do that music video. Yes. Right? With and Randall. Or Randall. And there you were like, oh my God, there's this app that I'm on. You're so funny. You should be on it. It's not really meant to be funny, but you know, it's supposed to be for pictures. Right, and right. we turned it into, you know. We started doing dumb shit on there. You did. You started, started it. started doing dumb shit It was you. Yeah, and yeah. you were like, you should do dumb shit on here too. Yeah. So like. And I we just started hanging out every, every day. day. Making videos all day. All coming day. up with ideas all. People don't all understand day. how hard we work. It's, I keep hitting the mic. My mm. lips are so big. <laughs> um, excuse me. <laughs> don't. So, yes, we would make videos all day, every day. And back then, there we had to, like, if we messed up once, we had to start over. So for a six-second video, it may take us five hours. Oh my god! Because you get a good idea. Vine was so when it first started, you would have to record and then go to your next spot, and sometimes you'd have to drive there. Yes. And then if the app crashed, we'd have to go back to the original spot, yep. shoot it again. Like you couldn't upload, you couldn't do yes. anything like that. Yeah, remember don't get how that. primitive it was? It was so primitive. 
like and, and that's what I try to tell people like the way the analytic systems are set up the way the rebound was introduced yeah. all those things came because of us yeah. they were initiatives that we encouraged them to yeah, do yeah. because we saw what we needed and saw what was lacking and we were like dude but we didn't get any money for that nothing they sold the company for like over what a billion dollars yes and think about in like companies like niche which were great and stuff like that but all these companies that just took advantage to, yeah uh, sold to big places 50 million dollars mm-hmm. to twitter this to all these places um all off of our hard work i know they'd be like oh we have all these creators we like own them yeah. like they owned us they like, did we, and they then thought, we and didn't then, know we I were know. just like and then they sold their companies with us as like part of their yes. product Without even giving us a penny or telling us or anything like that. I mean, I'm so grateful for Vine. Yes, of for course. For the opportunities. Yeah, and no, 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 no you question. Know, I made great no question. money and stuff on there, but it's just kind of crazy yeah. because. But if you really think now where you're at and understanding the business like we do at this space and just, you know, being at the forefront of influencer branding and all of that, I think that we really didn't understand the value now that we know how the deals are and whatever. Mm-hmm. We made a lot of money. So that's a why lot, we were yeah. like. We didn't really see it we because didn't. we were making so much money, but we didn't realize there was so much, much more, more money. To be and made. the people that were above us who yeah. weren't doing anything other than just owning it, just the company, saying they knew us, they were saying just they saying they owned knew us. us, saying yeah. they had access to us, were making money on us, literally way more than we were making. Because none of us hard. had deals with them; they just had access to us, right? And that alone, so just crazy. the fact that they had our phone numbers, mm-hmm. valued their company so high, and we would give them our information. We would be like, "Yeah, yeah. these are my numbers," because it was before they could. You could just send a screenshot of what your analytics were. We had right. to literally tell them what our analytics mm-hmm. were. Isn't you know? it so crazy? It's so crazy. And I remember like Gary V, and I don't know if anyone who listens to this knows who that is, but he like, do you remember when he created Grape Story with oh. Jerome Jar, and they had a yes. meeting with all the people, and they were like, "If you sign." this contract we get 20% of all your earnings for mm-hmm. like the next what five years or something like mm-hmm. that or a couple years mm-hmm. and I was like That's they were really insane. taking they were really taking about 95% that's what because, I heard later yeah. everyone that signed with them made no money I wasn't with them money. yeah we weren't with them but I'm just saying they because think about it you know to someone who uh, you know a struggling actor or a struggling artist or even a young person getting five thousand dollars for a six second video is a lot we didn't right. know that, that they, they were, were making a hundred thousand for yeah. it we didn't have a yeah. clue about that we Isn't didn't that know horrible? yeah like and then they took advantage and then i see gary v all the time like on instagram like t- toting all this uh you know prophetic things and being like oh i'm such a good person and blah 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 mm. and i'm like no he's you, trying to tone like just like oh like don't listen to your haters and blah blah, yeah. blah. and i'm like dude you like tried to take advantage of so many people oh in did your take life. advantage of a lot of people like Not it's even so crazy he was like all on the today show remember they were giving him yeah. so much credit for being like the forefront of influencer um branding and and social media and they were giving him so much credit but all he was doing was jacking everything that we did mm-hmm. they were learning from us and literally going and just duplicating it and because he had more access and more access to our money that we were making mm-hmm. he could do more it's crazy because I remember big brands, like we had our email in our Vine we, profile. Yeah, yeah. Big brands would just email directly. You. you directly. You didn't need this middleman at all. Okay, at all. My first brand deal was Wendy's, which you remember yes! we shot it together? Yes! Yeah, you shot it for me. I was like rolling. Remember, I, I and you were like, I don't want to get my me. hair wet. No, was that it? was part of them too. Oh, was but no, one. my first Wendy's brand deal was when we were walking down the street. I'll never forget. I had on this like Mickey Mouse outfit and dress, mini dress. It was so stupid at the time. 
but you tri- like you fake tripped me and I rolled. Remember? Oh yes, 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 yes. That was yes. part. That was that and was. I laughed at you. Yes, and, then- and that was. I don't know where it went into, but that was the same. It was a brand deal, right? Yeah. Huge. I mean, yeah. we worked with huge brands like yeah, Procter did our own and Gamble, stunts. Benefit Cosmetics. Did everything ourselves. Yeah. Negotiated it ourselves. Did everything and made good money. But it, then later, what happened was, is Gary Vee came along and those companies, yeah. and they were like, "Oh, well, we're going to tell these other, you know, brand companies that we have access to these people, yeah. and then they would charge the brand, you know, like a hundred grand, mm-hmm. and then pay the creator like five or yeah. four, yeah. and make them wait forever to get it, which yes. is so." crazy right right? but then but then if you think about it if you're making you know if you're an influencer and you've done five deals in a month you think that i'm balling right right? you're not realizing that these people are they're balling they're on track to make millions and millions dollars which they did off of us and they didn't do anything other than connect contact a brand and say hey i work with this person yeah yeah. Any interest? And they can get, the biggest thing is, and now I've learned this, is that it was because they could get big groups of us. So they could say they had this amount of following to access. Right. This, you know, so they were like, yeah, we have these 10 top viners, which that equated to what, like, uh, probably 50, 100 million followers or something right. ridiculous. Right. Um, and so by doing that, they could just go out. And, and we just didn't know what we had. It's just to be honest with you. We didn't know the value of the information we we were just so happy to be working so happy to be have found our niche that we did not even realize that we had stumbled upon something we were the first at something yes and then like it's so crazy just how you can go from like like i said us making like a hundred dollars for like an eight to ten hour day and then we make you know this other money and we're like oh we're this is great like so we didn't think we were we were so blind to being taken advantage of but i still like i still remember all that like i I so like I remember those people and I remember like you know I I was like "Mm, that's so shady like there's just so much sad like it's just so sad how people it is sad we'll take advantage of you so thank god they're all good I'm I'm sure they're good too but we but this is the thing the reason why we're all good is because our talent is why we were at the forefront of it in the first place Right, right right so then you move past that these people they might have stole one great moment from us and made millions of dollars but our opportunities are still coming coming and we've been we've made great money and Mm -hmm. live great lives and you know we just yeah we're good anyway yes very blessed very grateful and i just i wish all those people the best i i know and i you know the thing is though now whenever i like if i make a lot of money on something or Mm -hmm. if i you know have like a really great opportunity i always try to help people that are in that with me like i'll always be like you know what i mean like i i told myself i would never want to be the type of person that did that what they did to us i would always be like make it fair make it you know yeah and you always kick back a lot too you know i'm the same way but you always like you know i got this deal let me kick it back yeah. and and people don't realize that's why we were able to make so much money is because we and especially in the early days we I'll stuck together yes, we, we helped help each, each other. other we took notes we shared them we we um we would say okay i'm charging this so what are we you charging? what are yeah, you charging yeah we, we keep it all you know now on instagram it's yeah. like a freaking it's saturated war. and it's more and people are saying I'll post something for an hour for $50 send it to me cash yeah. at me where where they don't get that that's not how you make the money the reason yeah. why we were we kind of made like we a corporate a corporation we got yes. together and said listen if we know Britney's at the top and she's charging this, this amount much, yeah. then I you know you just do the math I have a little less so I'm gonna just ask for a little less they can't come to me with nothing ridiculous because I know how much you're paying right, my friend and that's right. how we kept 
We were really transparent. We all were. It was we so all good. Were. We all kept tabs and on each other. That's like, why we oh, moved yeah. so quick. I know. I know. It was such so a crazy group. Like, yeah. fuck, man. It was dope. I know. One day they'll make a movie about us. I wonder. You know, and what do you I, think of will. TikTok now? Are you on there at all? I, I, <laughs> I'm on TikTok. I am too. But I haven't really, like, I need to get into it more. Yeah. Because, you know, TikTok is interesting, it's right? It's fun. It is fun. But it's so fun Kira's because- on there a lot more than me. You get you you don't have to be as creative. You don't. I know that sounds no, this to TikTok, it's but it's not. It's not as dig- Because, see, that's the part that people also don't get about Vine. Here's the thing. Now that I'm writing shows and doing other things, I- realize that the process of us creating stories on Vine is exactly the reason why I'm so good and so quick at my turnaround. So like if I get notes or whatever from network, I can turn them around really quick because I am I was so used to coming up with ideas quick and quickly moving and whatever we were coming up 10 or we would have so many ideas that we would come up with in a day it was ridiculous Insane. all we did I got was, another one I got another one I got another one like we're yeah. freaking pumping out videos and it's yeah. not like TikTok where you can just get on there and say here's my idea I'm just gonna move around or like music. music yeah that's it like they're like oh the music does all the work, oh, work. and no, I just we had to out. sit down and write ideas we were mm-hmm. writing mm-hmm. sketches mm-hmm. we had yeah. we were pushing out those sketches faster than Saturday Night Live or anybody could ever. Oh my God, I know. So because of that, it exercised the muscle and... I know, it's like a very strong, it was a very strong creative muscle. Very strong. Very strong. It's it's crazy, I mean, with anything, when you work at anything, it really becomes like, you become so good at it. Yeah. Like anything, if you really focus, if you start doing fucking crunches every day at a, you know, 150 crunches a night, you're gonna have a six pack. If you start you know mm-hmm. constantly using your tools you're gonna yeah, be exactly. stronger you're gonna be sharper yeah and i remember we were working so hard at so it. think about like so quick four years of that like yep. four years of constantly constant creating videos every day because we didn't take weekends off no nope. we didn't even take vacations off never. on vacations we, we never were trying went to on vacation no we didn't but if if we were right yeah. say we did go somewhere because it was a brand deal or we were doing a job mm-hmm. we were still trying to create videos and create content wherever we were yep. so we never took days off so think about that if you're working every day for four years and constantly make coming up with at least like five to ten ideas a day yeah because that's the only way you could keep up and stay relevant that's the only way we could stay on a popular page it was exhausting it was exhausting and you to call people hey are you available oh Uh, you're not casting freaking casting we were doing like casting writing directing finding locations do it we were my god that's what i'm saying calling people are you available can you come over i really need enough credit we didn't give ourselves enough credit for how hard we worked at the time we made it look easy because now i'm looking at the people and even the the content that people are creating now they're only using a template that we created everything that they're doing is something i see the new britney ferland i see this new simone all these things all over we we made this literally it wasn't a job before us. I know. There were YouTubers know, who yeah. were making like their, but it's different the way they were making their money from YouTubers MC YouTubers were like more like storytellers and like yeah. doing like tutorials. And, and they were making money off of their yeah. their views, their right, ad sales. Right, right. We weren't doing that at first. We no. were doing it straight off of brand deals. Right. So that's how we made that model of how to to do that, to, right. to make it a business. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I, I, I'm not saying that y'all got to thank us. You ain't got to thank us. <laughs> But I will say this. If you're making money as an influencer Mm -hmm. on social media, you might just want to just thank God for us. Mm -hmm. Not thank us. Thank God for us. Because Instagram was was when Vine was big, Instagram was just... Well, Instagram didn't even have videos at first, right? It didn't have videos yet. So we started buying in. 
we started doing Vines, then Instagram created video to compete exactly. with Vine. Then they started making their videos loop to yes, compete with Vine. They, yeah. Then they made the videos longer because they were like, we, we want to have a better it's version. All because we, what we were doing made everybody have to step up their apps. Their one videos, which is interesting because Kieran, although he started out on Vine, which I didn't even know this, he, when they first started doing Instagram video, he jumped to Instagram that because that's smart. where the mar- most of his audience was. Mm-hmm. So he was one of the first people to make people Instagram to make videos. Instagram videos. And back then, there was no repost apps or whatever. He would tell people, this was so interesting, he would put in his like um, messages or do a video saying, hey, DM me, and if you want to, my, this video to repost it, because they were like, oh, I want to repost this, I'll send it to you. So he got a second phone just to be able to text people. That is so smart. Wasn't it? It's just to be able to text people the video. Because there was no repost app. There no. was no, like, But that's how he grew. So this. because people were posting them, people wow. would see them, and then that's how they were following because we were over there rebinding at the time. And yeah. They still didn't have anything to repost or do anything on Instagram. So that was his method, and that's how he grew. So I just, it's so interesting to hear the beginning influencers, to hear our stories, yes. to, to see how we made this. What it, what it is now. And then it's, like, so crazy like looking at, cause I remember when Instagram first started, when it was like, when Vine was first, it was like a little bit, I don't know if it was a little before Vine or it was like just starting around all around the same time. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, Kim Kardashian on Instagram had like 1.2 million followers yes. like in the very beginning. And it was like, oh my gosh, she has a lot of followers. And then I had 10 million on Vine I and I was like, it's yeah. just so crazy. Yeah, and I now remember. she's like, tw- what, 27, 28 million followers something on Instagram? Something that bananas. That? I thought it was more than that. Is something that? huge. It's just so crazy. I'm, I sh- the Kardashians are great. I just don't Yeah, no, I have no, I mean, it's just insane. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. Just how like. I'm sure they're great. They're not. <laughs> You're like, them. I don't know them personally. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah. you guys should follow to King Kiron, Simone's uh, husband. I call him your husband because you've been together for yeah, so long. Yeah. He's pretty we're, much we're your husband. Be, yeah. I mean, she's been with Kiron longer than I have been with Tommy, and I've been with Tommy for four years already, yeah. which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you guys were, you guys met like early on in Very Vine early, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And, and uh-huh. I remember doing videos with you guys together, yeah. which is so crazy. Yes. And now you're like, you have a house and you yeah. have a, like a real like adult yeah. life. And, yeah, we are grown up. Oh, Oh my god, yeah. it's so crazy. Yeah. And you're a grown up. You're married. I know. Is married. I'm still mentally uh very small in my brain. I'm still seven, but <laughs> probably but I'm you, married, but do yeah. So do you still eat like a kid? I do. Okay. I yeah. do. I eat like a seven year old, yeah. chicken fingers and chicken fries. Fingers, yep, yeah. totally not an yeah. adult ever. Yeah. But my husband's not an adult either, so okay. it's perfect. It, it We're both like seven well. year olds. Yeah. yeah, we do well together. Yes. Yeah, we play Lincoln Logs on the weekends. It's great. We do uh we stack them up. It's so fun. That's dope. Um I feel like I'm you know what's weird as we're getting older? I don't feel like I'm getting mentally older. I feel like I'm just physically getting older, you know? Well, I'm sure you are because experience hopefully brings about wisdom. And you definitely seem wiser than when I first met you back in. Yes, for sure, Brittany. Definitely. (laughs) I'm like, I'm so stunted. I'm like, no, you're not. (laughs) But but it is true because I think about my grandmother who's 80 years old. And she's my best friend. So we talk like maybe three times a day. And she often says that to me. And I get it because when I'm talking to her, I feel like I'm talking to myself. Like she's my sister. Like we're the same age. Mm. But her mental state and where her mind is, she's my age, right? Right, but, but she's then her 80. body, she's 80. That's exactly. so scary to me. Like, yeah, what is. if when we're really old, we still feel like 30 on the inside? 
You will. You feel. You still feel like yourself. Yeah. I know. I mean, like, yeah. I, I don't know if you feel this way too, but I remember being sixteen. Oh yeah. And feeling like this, and like I'm like, oh, I'm still like a sixteen year old on the inside. You don't feel that way. Okay, just kidding. All right. So but but me. I do feel no. But I do still feel very young like, yeah i do not I, you know but you know i think that when i was 16 i was already like kind of old right right you right. know like old sold so i feel like i'm like i'm stuck somewhere like 28 yeah i'll be there forever forever right yeah i guess that's just 28 how it works. works yeah so but just make sure i'm not gonna do this when i get old I will, hopefully i won't be snatching my face back oh. I will be, yeah. for sure. Oh, the face will be snatched back, for sure. So. Um, as soon as the face starts to fall, I'm be like, oh, hell no. <laughs> Somebody, we got to get tape. We got to get yeah. everything. I think oh. I'm going I'm going to let it age. You're going to be good. You're like, I'm gonna let it, you're, I'm gonna let it go. you're I'm like gonna Angela be. Bassett. I, that's such a compliment. I she love her. Is She's gorgeous. Isn't ageless. She? She's ageless. Guys, look up Angela Bassett. Look She's she about like. 70 years old now. Oh, my God. I don't 69. Think she's, 60. She's not 68. 70. Girl. Oh, my God. Angela Bassett is not 70. I'm telling you right now. She's Wait, I gotta look it up. Anyway, yeah. she looks like she's but she looks, maybe yeah. just turning forty. Yeah, she looks really young. I mean, look at Gabrielle Union. There's so many people who look so young. How old's Gabrielle Union? I think she's like, yeah. she's sixty-one. Six, that's what I'm saying. She's six. I knew she wasn't seven. You were trying to. Just but that's look. so. But that's crazy. what. Yes. Yeah. Just Google Angela Bassett and look at her. Yes. How is this woman sixty-one years old? Right. I mean, look at her. She's oh, got a belly shirt on. No, I know she looks exactly sixty-one. Look at her. Can you believe that? No. Exactly. Who and looks then, like this at 61? I hope me. I'm a, you I'm will. Me. I you will. look like her. I'm going to look like that, y'all. I'm speaking it. Mm, yes, that right? is crazy. And like Gabrielle Union, she's she's 47. Okay. She, she's almost 50. She looks amazing. And she age. looks amazing. She looks amazing for age, yeah. Wow. These women are hot. I know. I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that... Uh, I think that, you know, you're going to be just fine. I, I'm going to be fine. I try to lotion my neck. They say that the neck is the number one oh, thing. Oh, it goes down? Ladies, yeah. the, the neck. neck. You got to walk around. You got to take care of that. Yeah. Take Do care this. of that I neck. I always used to see old women going like this. Yeah. It works. Now they have a surgery for that. <laughs> or you can just get surgery. Surgery is great, too. I don't, yeah. I'm not saying get surgery. Anything that makes you feel. I am. Anything I'm that- saying get, get whatever makes you feel good as a person right? anything that makes you feel yeah. better about yourself i condone it i don't shame yeah. people no i don't shame people you know? either like listen i'm not against surgery i've had surgery like, yeah come i on. love it um it's just that the space that i'm at now i just i'm just don't i don't feel like i surgery is something you don't that I need, need to it do and anymore. you never needed it and yeah, i know you've but, done but, like you know, little things a little thing here and there yeah different and now you you know with with, with wisdom yes you start to realize your true value and beauty and what you want to focus on so mm-hmm. i'm just gonna just Focus on remaining healthy and tone. Healthy is such a big thing, (laughs) like mentally and physically. If your mental health is, you know, good, you can do so much. And that's something that, you know, a lot of people don't talk about, you know. Right. That's the thing that was really dope about you. Um, And I just say a lot of my, you know, not black friends um, are really good at talking with either their friends or their family about their mental health. Mm -hmm. You know, ever since I've known you, you've been very honest about your mental health and, you know, taking care of yourself and, you know, doing all that. So that's why I commend you for that. But, but, you know, I didn't really grow up like that. My community as a whole, you know, if you tell anybody that you're feeling depressed or loaded, you better call Jesus. Really? You know, all day. So, (laughs) 
No, Jesus seriously. Jesus fixes everything. Well, he does. But, yes, but, you, but, but he also put therapists. Right, and psychiatrists. And psychiatrists yes. for you to talk to people and, and, and work through trauma because trauma will keep you stifled. And not only will trauma keep you stifled, it stays it, it stays with you. Mm-hmm. Like your kids will, you know, hold on to a lot of the same trauma and that you have in your DNA. Yes. It just passes forward. So we just have to be very vigilant about remaining, you know, Remaining focused on our mental health. Yes. That's, that's what we have to do. Isn't it crazy that mental health is um, hereditary? Exactly. I mean, I'm not crazy, maybe, because everything's hereditary. Yeah, it's chemical your imbalance. Your color, your, your, hot, your yeah. eyes, everything. But it's so crazy because my grandmother was very uh, nervous okay, yeah. and anxiety-ridden. Mm-hmm. And my mom, and then my dad's mom had really bad depression. And see. so, like, you know, you get, it's just weird. It just But see, the fact happens. that you can even talk about that yeah. makes you feel safe and how you feel because yeah. you know it's not you. Right. You, you understand that it, it's probably hereditary. Yeah. What I'm saying is in my community, because they don't talk about it, people don't have that same way to look back. You feel like you're alone. You mm-hmm. feel like, you know, it's just you being the crazy and there's no one else to really talk to. So I, I love that, you know, a lot of people are starting a lot of initiatives in, you know, in our community to try to help people Focus on her mental health, make it not a stigma anymore. I love that. So people can have conversations because it's so important. It's so important. That's why I never embarrass talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a bit, there was a basketball player, a, a black basketball yeah. player. I don't I forget his name, but he was talking about mm-hmm. on when he there his team, and I'm so stupid for not knowing who he oh. is, but he said his team won and he was like, I'd like to thank my psychologist. And he said that on the court. That's so dope, yeah. And Mm -hmm. he was on the news the next day and people were like, oh, oh, like you thanked your psychologist trying to like make a big deal about it. Yeah. And he got on there and he was like, no. He's like, I'm gonna straight out and say it. Like I needed help and I got help and I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. And I think that was a really big It was a big thing. thing. You listen, you know, I know that... I, I'm gonna just be honest with you because you had panic attacks. Right? Oh, you horrible! Did. You did. I still do. Still, okay. Oh my god! So you were you had panic attacks and you would tell me about them and I would get it and that you're my friend so I would really sympathize with you. Yeah. But I never really understood panic attacks until I had one. Oh my god! Right? I remember so you telling me yes. when you were like, "I had one finally," and like it was. I more. haven't had one in two years, oh. but I went through. Yes, I went through a good like two and a half years of panic attacks consistently every day. Every day, well, Oof. at least at least at least every two days, yeah. and then I got them down to once a week, which is still feels a like lot. you're dying yeah, once a week, every, yep. you know. And it was just terrible. And I remember thinking I was such like I just didn't understand it before, right? and and I, and I get that with a lot of people said they haven't been through something they don't understand it, but it made me really look into mental health. Period. Because I'm like. I really thought I was gonna die. I every know single people time. don't realize that. People are like, <laughs> you, "Oh, you're just nervous." No, 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 no it goes no, well. No. You, that's exactly your whole what body gets starts to shut, down. shut, starts shut. You get clammy, you clammy. Hot, yes, you're, you're freaking you out. Can't you see. can't. Yeah, you start. You start. Your heart's racing. You're like, yeah. "Oh, my body's shutting down." Yeah. Like you actually feel yeah. like you're losing control. Yeah. And then it's insane because then you go to the hospital and they're like, oh, it's just a panic attack. You're I'm fine. like, oh, thanks, Steve. Yes. Just a panic attack. Great. Well, we had the medics at our house one day and Kiran was like, they're going to think I did something to you. Oh. No. Because um, you were feeling really. I've yeah, called, I was, I've called I was, 911 a thousand times, please. Listen. Oh, my God. Tommy but we, was you, late. It's harder for us to call 911 mm-hmm. and feel safe. Yeah. I feel safe. Being right, right, right. Um, so, yeah. So they, but they came and that was the thing. I, you know, they had to put me, it was actually the fire department. They had to do my breathing and everything. And at the end of it, once they calmed me down, because they never want to tell you right in the middle of it because you'll be more, they say, 
it was just a panic attack. Because like they check said, your, your pulse and they do everything, you like, know. I know you feel like you can't so breathe, crazy. but you can breathe. You can breathe. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I and can't. Then they, they, They're like, no, I no, can't. You can. No, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You're breathing. Yeah. <laughs> that's the crazy thing. And, you know, actually, I've gotten, I've done, I got this app called Cardia, which mm-hmm. is amazing. It's mm-hmm. this app, and the app is free, but then you have to buy this. It's like, or it's like ten ninety nine a year, and you buy this little control pad. Mm-hmm. And I even have it with me. Yeah, Here, I'll show same. you what it is really quick. Um, so, you can take your EKG. Oh, wow. This. Oh, wow. So what you do is you put your fingers on here, Mm -hmm. and it syncs up to your phone, and it takes your EKG like this. So if you're having a panic attack, it takes an EKG to show any – so if you think you're having a heart attack, it'll say – Wow, I need to do this anyway because sometimes I just get a little bit worked up. Right, and it records it. And it records it, and it shows you in the app what your what your heart rate is and everything I need like that. This. Will you send me the information? Yes, and then you can buy the blood. It's only ten ninety nine a year to do all this, and That's then they dope. send you your results every month in like a workup. I love this. And so, uh, you wait, know, this is actually brilliant. So I'm gonna, I need to bring it's brilliant. Like, I, like, I, this is so dope. See, here's like, all my EKGs. Normal. It'll say normal, 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 and that's how I know I'm fine. It tells you if there's an arrhythmia. And then sometimes, look, unclassified, that means I had tachycardia. Or it'll oh, say tachycardia when your yeah. heart rate's too high, but it yeah. doesn't mean anything is wrong. It'll say normal heart rhythm. So you know gotcha. that I'm just panicking. But that's you. how you know if you're really dying or not, is you have this app, have this Cardia. Thing. It's been so helpful. I'm not <laughs> well, getting paid for this. I think I'm this. actually dying. Yes, yes. And then you try it, yeah. and then oh, you yeah, realize this you're is not. not a brand, this is not a deal. No, this, this is, is not just, a deal. This is just me to help me. And then you get a blood pressure cuff, which you can get one from them, or you can order your own. I want this. And you enter your blood pressure, and it tells you normal or not normal for I that love too this. and you know this is really good especially for like heart hypochondriac yes like really always be their own doctors ultimate hypochondriac but I need this but I need this yep cardia changed my this. life um, and I bring the results to my doctor whenever I see him and he's like yeah you're fine so this is cool but it's great that you're keeping track of it so you know and then you'll be she's bringing her paperwork I am I'm like look at my paperwork because they send you every <laughs> yeah, month yeah, your yeah. paperwork printed so I want out you to, all can your we heart. review this together yes doctor? yes yes I'm like just make sure so the app's not day. fucked up yeah 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 he's like nope it's correct yeah so it's actually so cool if you're yeah. a pan- if a panic attack person or think you're dying all the time this app has really been a game changer for me you take it on vacation take it I wherever it. you are it's so brilliant. you know you're okay yeah it's brilliant there you go and we're gonna it. have follow Simone Shepard, guys, on Instagram. It's just her name, Simone Shepard. Simone yeah. Shepard on Twitter. Simone Shepard. Yeah, Shepherd everywhere. On everywhere. Shepard's like your herding sheep, though. Yes, yeah, Shep, like S H E P H E R D. Yes. Shepherd. That's a real friend. Oh, my, only Shep my real friend. Heard, yeah. No, so you need to follow her. She's hilarious. She's funny. She's talented. She has a bunch of things in the works. She's yeah. one of my greatest friends, and I love her so much. And thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Yay. It's so fun. Okay, follow Simone Shepard and make sure to stay tuned next week on Worst First. Yeah! <laughs>